Hi everyone, and welcome to the Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, Somalia Aaron Rosar, and I am so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here, and if we have, welcome back. In today's episode, I'm sharing my thoughts and tips on one of the most common questions I get asked all the time, and that question is, how long does wine last once I open it? Now, if you've wondered about this very question, you're not alone. It's like I said, it's one of the most popular questions that I get asked on an ongoing basis. Let's dive into today's topic and we're gonna get you the answers you've been looking for. Let's get started. Let me share what we're gonna cover in today's podcast. I'm gonna talk about what happens to wine when you open it so you have a better understanding of the transition that wine goes through once you actually take the cork or the closure off the top of the bottle. Then I'm gonna talk about how to store a wine that's been opened. So is it in the fridge, not in the fridge? Does it need a closure, does it not? We're gonna go over some of my hints and tips and best practices in regards to what to do with the wine once you open it. Then I'm gonna share with you how you're going to be able to know by tasting or by smelling if a wine is potentially past that point where you want to enjoy it. So those are the three areas we're gonna talk about in today's podcast. The first one, let's talk about what happens once you open the bottle of wine. So the closure, whether it's a cork, screw clap, or a glass cork, it's there to keep oxygen from being in contact with the wine. And I'm gonna use the analogy of fruit here. So if you have an apple, as soon as you take a bite of that apple, the skin is there to protect the meat to the fruit on the inside of it. Once the skin of the apple is broken, it's now going to be exposed to oxygen. And once oxygen starts to hit the inside of that apple, that meatiness, if you will, of what you're going to enjoy, it starts to break it down. Same thing happens with wine. Once you take that cork off, it's going to be exposed to more oxygen. Oxygen starts to break down the wine inside the bottle. Now, rule of thumb is generally we'll say up to three days. So if you open up a bottle of wine, you have on average, and I'm saying this with air quotes that you can't see, three days to enjoy that wine at a taste profile that's still going to be somewhat fresh. Every day that passes, what's going to happen is you're going to get more oxidation, more oxygen contact into that wine. Again, I'm gonna use the analogy of a fruit. If you leave an apple with a bite out of it or a slice out of it on a counter, in about three days, it's not that fresh, crisp flavor that you were looking to enjoy. It now has more of an oxidated flavor. Its profile is starting to change. And the same things happens to wine. As oxygen comes in contact with the wine, it starts to take on some of that dried fruit flavors. You'll also hear people say that a wine loses its spark or that crispness. So as the oxygen comes in contact with the wine, it begins to dull the flavors. The oxygen starts to overtake that crisp fruit flavors and they transition. Now this happens in both red and white wines. In white wines, we notice this change more quickly. And this is because in red wines, the fruit flavors are generally more pronounced. So think strawberries, blackberries, black currants, all of those deep dark fruit flavors compared to lemon, limes, and oranges. So the red fruits are a bit more powerful sometimes in flavor profile, but also tannins that 
mouth drying sensation in red wines act as a preservative, much like hops in beers. So red wines do get a little bit of an extra buffer and maybe you can push it up to four days with a simple cork closure. So if you open up a bottle of wine, you're just literally going to put the cork back in it with the wine that you didn't consume that night during dinner. And now maybe up to four days before you start to notice in a red wine, those changes start to happen. In whites, a lot of times we are enjoying those wines because of their crisp, fresh flavors. And we are going to start to notice the edge coming off of that crispness quicker because of the profile. The oxygen's going to dull some of that crispness. You're also going to notice this on the sheen that the wine gives you in the glass. So that beautiful shine that comes out of a fresh glass of wine out of a bottle where it comes back at you as a young wine, you'll have a reflection property, won't be there as the wine begins to dull with the oxygen contact. Not only does oxygen impact the flavor profile, it also impacts the sheen that we see in the glass. Now, if you're looking at judging wines or assessing wines from a professional point of view, that can be a clue if the wine is not as shiny or as reflective that maybe it's an older wine because oxidation will happen as a wine ages in the bottle over a period of time, but it happens very slowly. But as a wine ages, it does lose its shine and it will also lose those fresh fruit characteristics. When, when we get into aging wines, maybe a good thing, maybe something we're looking to happen. But we're talking about today, how do you enjoy a wine? How long do you have once you actually open it? So you've opened up your bottle of wine, you now know what's going to happen in that you're going to start to lose both flavors and crispness. So acidity is going to dull, fruit flavor is going to mellow. So three days is what we generally use as a rule of thumb. Red wines, maybe four. Now the next question that I'll get asked, people will say, but I have one of those gas pumps or what if I spray it? We have those rabbit closures where you can twist it and basically it helps pull the oxygen out. It will buy you some time for sure. And here's my answer on this. If you have found a closure that you feel comfortable with it and you enjoy the palate flavors that are coming off the wine, past the four days mark because of the closure you have at home, then continue to consume it 100%. Wine that is old is not going to hurt you. First, let's just say that. Nothing bad is going to happen to it. It doesn't go bad or rancid. It's just going to not necessarily be a flavor profile that you're going to enjoy. But if you have a spray, which basically puts a film of gas on top of the wine, think Saran Wrap, it's going to give you an extra layer, if you will, it will buy you a few more days. Once you open up that bottle of wine as well, you want to keep it in a cool, dark place, whether that's in the fridge, especially for white wines, or just on the counter out of the sun. You just want to keep it at a consistent temperature. So once you open up the bottle of wine, you can definitely keep it in the fridge. But depending on if you have a closure style that you like and you feel that it keeps the wine fresh longer than three to four days, then continue to enjoy it. The other consideration here is in regards to sparkling wines. The sparkling wines obviously have all of those amazing bubbles. And once we take the cork off a sparkling wine bottle, all that CO2 is going to start rushing out and you will start losing the liveliness of the bubbles. So if you don't put a closure on it, you're going to notice that you still have wine that you can enjoy, Generally, sparkling wines usually have a high acidity, so if you try a sparkling wine, once the bubbles are gone, you're going to notice a wine that makes your mouth water, which definitely try if you have some sparkling wine that's lost their bubbles, if you will. But what you're gonna do with sparkling wines is 
usually tinfoil on top. Tinfoil is a great closure. Just put a little bit of tinfoil on the top. You want to stop that carbon dioxide from leaving the bottle. We do have some closures and they will clamp down. Generally, you'll put them on a sparkling wine and they have clamps that hook onto the bottle, keep it safe. Make sure when you put those closures on a sparkling wine bottle that you keep your hand on top of it while you clip it on. Make sure it's there because if it's not, it's going to come off like a projectile. Just warning you in regards to some of those closures for sparkling wines. They do work really well. Will you get maybe an extra day or two with some light bubbles? The bubbles will start to lessen as soon as it's open, but you'll buy another day or two by using a closure on sparkling wines. My best tip for you in regards to keeping wines at a profile that you like is use that closure. You can put the cork back in. There's lots of lovely different closures. If you are using a gas or a spray, it's going to be up to you and your personal profile of when you feel the wine is past the point where you still enjoy it. So how are you going to know that? How do you know? What you're going to pick up is when you pour a glass of wine, sometimes the color is going to be a little bit darker. The oxygen is starting to turn it. Think an apple on the counter. It starts to turn brown after a while. If it has been open, you're not sure how long it's been open for. You pour it in the glass. It's looking a fairly darker color. Then that may be a clue. And when you smell it, you're going to pick up flavors of dried fruits, dried apples, and same with the berries, the red wines. You're just not going to be as expressive. You're going to pick up more fruit leather flavors on the glass as well. So different flavors are going to give you a hint. Now, like I said, wine that is impacted by oxygen is not going to hurt you. So it's not going to hurt you to try a sip of it and just decide it's lost its flavor for you and it's time to let it go. In which case you'll just let the wine go, pour it out, and you'll know for the next time when you open up the bottle, the time period that you want to enjoy it. Now I want to share with you some hints and tips of what are you going to do? You have wine left over. Maybe you had some friends over or a dinner party, and you have a whole bunch of bottles that have a little bit left over. What do you do with this wine that you have left over that you know you're not going to be able to consume in a time period that is going to make the wine enjoyable for you? So here's my tips for you. The first one is you're going to freeze it. Freezing wine is a great thing to do and you just get an ice cube tray, you're going to pour it in and this is a great thing to have around. So whether you're making wine punches, doing some sangria, maybe for stews or stir fries, I keep them in the bag of red wine ice cubes or white wine ice cubes and you will use it more once you have it, especially if you're going into the cooler months where you are doing more stews and savory foods. And if something calls for a bit of red wine vinegar or a bit of wine in the recipe, you can just use your ice cubes, which also helps you from having to open up a bottle of wine potentially for your recipe. So freezing wine is my best tip for you. Make sure though, when you freeze the wine that it is still at a fresh profile. So my other hint here is if you won't drink the wine, don't cook with it. So if it has passed its profile so that you're not going to enjoy it in the glass, then don't freeze it or use it in cooking because the flavors that you're not enjoying are going to show up in your food. So if you won't enjoy it in the glass, don't use it to cook with. The other great way you can use up bits of wine left over, especially from an event or a party, is to either make a punch, so a cool punch, because you're generally going to be using some fruits and other different flavors, maybe a bit of brandy, depending on the punch recipe, but you don't need to have all of the same wine in your punch, so you can mix them all together. And the other way you can use it is, if you're going into the cooler months or looking for a warm drink, is you can definitely use 
leftover bits of wine into a mulled wine. Now generally we'll use red wines to make mulled wine and sangria, but you can also do it with white. Definitely something to consider if you do have bits left over, you can definitely find some fabulous recipes for both cool and warm wine punches. It's always a little bit of fun when you create using a mixture of different wines. I'm hoping with today's podcast, you have a better understanding of what happens when you open up the cork and how wine starts to be impacted by oxygen. You have a better understanding of how long you can drink the wine once it's open and still enjoy the profile that you're looking for. Remember, wine that's been impacted by oxygen is not going to hurt you. It doesn't go bad or rancid. It's just going to lose a flavor profile that you're going to potentially enjoy. You are your own judge. So if you enjoy wine, that's been open for longer than three or four days and it still tastes good to you, then continue to enjoy it. You are your own judge. The other helpful tip that I've left you with is to freeze the wines. If you have leftover wine and you know that there's no way you're going to be able to enjoy that wine before it transitions into a flavor profile you're not going to enjoy is to get your ice cube trays out and freeze them. Then pop the ice cube trays once they're frozen and keep them in Ziploc bags in the freezer so you can use them in recipes or punches or however you would like to. But freezing wine is a great way to not have to throw out wine that you could potentially use. I hope this has answered some questions for you. We talked about the sprays and the closures, both for sparkling and still wines. Again, if you find one that works for you, continue to use it. There's lots of different ones out there, but wine eventually, just like fruit, once you open it, once you slice it, it's going to start to break down and there is a line in the sand on when it just isn't enjoyable to consume anymore. As always, it's been wonderful to hang out with you today. I hope you have a new understanding and appreciation for not only what happens after you open up a bottle of wine, but some ideas on how long you can continue to consume it for and ideas that if you know you can't consume it, how you can keep it and use it again in the future. If you're not already subscribed, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you'll never miss an episode. And if you're looking for more ways to continue to grow your wine knowledge and confidence, be sure to head on over to my website, winegirlacademy.com, and take a look at all the things we have going on over there, as well as be sure to take your palette profile quiz so that you get a better understanding of your own profile and the wine styles that you like. I'm wishing you a wonderful week. Cheers to you. Bye now.